Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey y'all, hope you guys are doing good. Let me make sure y'all can hear me. Give me a second here so I can mute this screen. All right, you guys. Thank y'all for joining me this evening. All right. <laughs> Let's go. I'm so glad you guys are here. We got a lot to talk about. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh my gosh, it's been a long weekend. Um, as you guys know, I was throwing my son's 16th birthday party. You know, I don't have any daughters, so I couldn't do a you know a sweet 16. So I did a swag out 16th birthday for him. And it was so dope. It was so dope. It was a lot of people that came to the house. A lot of my friends and family got to see my house for the first time. We had a bunch of kids here. I got the basketball court done just in time. And um, I just really want to thank you guys for the comments that you guys left on my Instagram page. I was showing some pictures of the party and um, my mom read the comments as well. And she called me and she was really touched. She was like, you know, I know that you, she doesn't really get the whole social media thing. She's kind of becoming more hip now. And she made an Instagram account. She follows me. So then it's like, you know, so I have to hear from her like, uh-uh, what were you and Cardi B wearing at the party? Y'all were almost naked. I'm like, no, I wasn't, mom. I had on clothes. <laughs> so, you know, my mom is like on my social media now. And so she was on the page where I posted the, the pictures and the videos from the party. And, um, she was just overwhelmed by just the genuine amount of love and positive energy and just people being genuinely happy for me from where I started to where I'm at. And I was overwhelmed and just seeing just the comments. I just want to thank you guys so much because I know a lot of times people get into a certain position and then it's like they forget, you know, who got them there. They forget that the reason why they're able to, you know, afford certain things or live a certain lifestyle is because of people who genuinely supported them. So I just want to thank y'all for just, you know, I, I'm not going to do a house tour, but just the little pieces that I've shown in my home. It's just been nothing but just genuine love and just positive energy and people just being genuinely happy for me. So thank you guys so much. Um, there was even a comment that literally almost had me in tears. and. I wanted to share this with you guys before we get started. We're still waiting for more people to trickle in. Um, let me share my screen really quick here. This young woman left this comment and it was just, it was so sweet. So this is the video and it's like the boys, they're playing um, King of the Court. So I'm trying to get, because some of the kids were from AAU. That's my son right there. About to make the basket. Yes, birthday boy, get it. Okay. But he wasn't, he didn't end up being King of the Court. But anyways, so it was kind of a, a icebreaker 
because some of the kids were from the high school. Some of the kids were from AAU. Some of the kids, you know, were some of my friends' kids. They didn't really know each other. So we're trying to do icebreakers so all the kids could just kind of hang out and get to know each other. And this young woman wrote this comment. She says, this is amazing. This is not just about a basketball court, but the way your boys will build lifelong, a lifelong community ties. I know I might sound silly, but I grew up in a bad, bad home without sports. And I would have been on drugs. Friends, parents driving me to practice used to make me feel amazing. Like, wow, parents can love you like that. That's what you're giving these boys. Congratulations, T. I'm so happy for you. And I ended up pinning her comment. And um, that meant a lot to me. It, it really did. Because sometimes we take for granted that children are watching. And we take for granted that just because a child is in your home, you assume that they're coming from the best situation. And this just reminded me, like, you don't always know what kids are going through behind the scenes or what their real home life is like. Like, because when I tell you at least like 10 kids spent the night, I'm like, y'all not ready to go home yet. Kids was arguing with their parents. I don't want to leave. We're, we're going to stay. I'm going to just sleep in the theater room. And I'm cool with that. You know, I, I like when the kids are here and they have their friends here. And so that just like kind of reiterated to me as a mother that I did right. Like for me, it wasn't just about building something for me and my kids, but kind of building a small community, you know, in Minnesota, it gets really cold. So it's going to feel great to have these kids be able to come here and practice and play after school, play on the weekends. And um, that comment just meant a lot to me, being a sports parent and a sports mom, you know, giving rides, making sure kids get to practice, picking them up. It's, it's a lot. And it's a thankless job. And a lot of this, like I said, so, you know, shout out to all the sports parents out there, the moms and dads. A lot of us, we're not doing this because we think our kids are going to go into the NBA. Hell, half of y'all's kids ain't even six foot. But we're doing this because it keeps our kids off of the streets. It teaches them teamwork and it builds lifelong relationships. And I'm here for that. I'm here for all the positivity that comes from sports. So I'm a big proponent. And I don't care if it's basketball, baseball, football, um, a dance team, cooking classes. Get your kids involved in something. You know what I'm saying? If they're bored, find out what their likes are and, and start them young. You know, these kids have been playing together and knowing each other literally since like third grade. You know, my son played football and basketball. So I just I just really want to thank you guys. I don't God, don't cry, team. I don't want to cry. Y'all know I will break down crying on camera, but I just want to thank you guys. Just just for um just for really supporting me and being genuinely happy for me because I've come a long way and it has not been easy. And I've been through a lot on this platform, through a lot on social media. People count me out. People acting like I don't exist, but still in my damn content, still in my swag. But it's okay because you guys know where <laughs> it came from. Okay. So just thank you guys so much. And, and thank you to all my friends and family who came through to support, you know, me and my son and who came through to the party. It was really good just seeing everybody and having everybody under one roof. So thank you. Thank you, guys. All right. So I had to I had to uh, get that off my chest. Um, let me go ahead and read this super chat here. Courts. Oh, so Diva says, oh, my God, I never catch a live live. LOL. Sending you some love. Thank you so much, sis. And I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Um, Brianna Thalmason, $50. Thank you so much, sis. She says, yes, queen. Thank you for always keeping it 100. You worked your way up. And I'm glad to be a longtime tea sipper. Keep doing you, boo. 
Thank you. And I definitely will. And thank you guys so much for the support once again. Um, TJ says, hey, T, just wanted to show you some love. We'll catch the playback in the morning. Since you always ensure a good start to my day, you're like my morning coffee. LOL. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you, T, and thank you for coming through, sis. So I want to come out here. It's a lot going on, honey, in these dang on social media streets. So I want to talk about the whole Kourtney Kardashian situation with Travis Barker. So if you guys do not know, he finally proposed to Kourtney. And she said yes. So social media was going crazy yesterday. I'm going to show you guys some of this video here. Um, he like put down like, I don't know, honey, thousands of roses on the ground. Here goes one of the pictures. I'm assuming it's a thousand roses, okay? And he basically proposed to her. He got down on one knee. And um, so now they are now engaged. So let me go ahead and just play you guys some of this video. I'm going to mute it. I was trying to see. Yeah, this is the clip here. It's um, so what they're saying is that Scott is now going through it because of the engagement. If you went to Scott D6's Instagram page um, the other day when this announcement came out, his comment section was a damn kiki. False alike. Scott, are you okay? Scott, it's all right, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, people were, like, literally checking on him to make sure he was okay. They're saying that basically Scott is in a dark place right now because of this whole engagement. They're saying that Scott is going crazy. So this is what the source <coughs> told Page Six. So they're saying a source exclusively told Page Six that the talentless founder is losing his mind over the impending nuptials, which is why fans knew to check on him after the news broke late Sunday. Scott is going crazy, our insider says. He's going off the deep end. It's really bad. It's about to get dark. A rep for DSIC didn't immediately return page six's request for comments. Barker proposed to Kim, I mean, sorry, not Kim, my bad, Courtney Kardashian on the beach <laughs> in Montecito, California, um, with an overcut diamond ring estimated to be worth $1 million. And I'm trying to find the picture of the ring, honey. It's it's a it's a pretty big ring. He he went all out. He did. Let me see if I can find. Okay, let me show you all this. I find kind of you probably have to go on her Instagram page, but that's the ring. And you could just tell like she's really genuinely, genuinely happy, you know. So a lot of folks are saying that you know Scott is definitely feeling away. He's about to harm himself. You know, I one thing about the Kardashians, y'all know they're not gonna let a crisis go to waste, honey. Okay. They are going to stir the pot. Remember when when Chloe was moving on, oh, Lammy Lamb was about to hurt himself. Lammy Lamb was depressed. And then meanwhile, TMZ found Lamb, <laughs> Lamar Odom. He was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he was living his best life. Now, what people tend to forget is that Scott, you know, people are like, oh, well, Scott lost the real one. You know, Courtney was there for him and he should have, you know, married her. That's on Scott. But I had to be reminded that he did propose to her. Not once, but I think about six times he proposed to Courtney and Courtney said no. She said that she did not want to marry him. He had a lot of issues. If you watch the show, and I did watch the show in the earlier seasons, I kind of fell off over the years. 
But I remember um, when she was, when she had Mason, he was trying to marry her back then. But Scott had a lot of demons. Scott was always drunk. He couldn't handle his liquor. And he's a sloppy, sloppy drunk. I don't know if he's still like that now. But Scott did do, he did try to marry her. So he wasn't just knocking her up. And let's not forget, Scott didn't want all them kids. No shade on the other ones. But he was okay with the one. But he didn't want any more kids. Courtney kept getting knocked up. Remember, that was one of the strains on their relationship. Like, it's hard enough for me to be a father to this one child. Now you have Penelope. Okay, cool. We got a boy and a girl. We're good. Then she ran and got pregnant with the youngest one. I think his name is Rain. So, okay, I'm glad y'all remember that. So, yeah, so Scott was trying to marry her. He was trying to do right by her. But they are spinning a, a narrative as if, as if Scott was just knocking up his baby mama. As if he was just, you know, he just knocked her up three times and left her, you know, to hang. And that wasn't the case. He really was trying to marry her. And he wasn't trying to have all them kids. People forget that. So I think, you know, for a woman, when she knows that it's the right man, she will submit. And the problem is Scott just wasn't the right man. And which is kind of crazy because she did have three kids by him. But that's one thing where women can be confusing. They will have kids with the man, even though they don't technically like the man, but maybe they like the man's features. They like the man's wallet. Okay. So it's like, they will have kids, but getting married is just, oh no, that's too much. I'd rather just be a baby mama. You know what I'm saying? I'm just telling the truth. Don't get mad at me. Look at Jeannie Mai. Thank you. Uh, who said that? Brenda. Thank you. Jeannie Mai. Look how long she's with that white man. Y'all know I forget his name, Frank or Fred, whatever his name, y'all can write it down. She was with that white man for a long time. She made sure the whole time there was marriage, she stayed her ass on birth control. Let's keep it real. When you're married, it ain't like you're using protection. So the whole time she's married to the white dude, she made sure to be on birth control. Never, never missed a day. <laughs> Didn't miss Freddie, thank you. I can't never get that man named rapper like Frank. <laughs> he looked like a Frank. But his name is Freddie. Thank you. She made sure not to miss not one day, not one birth control pill. She made sure she was there every month to get that damn depo shot, okay? Whatever the hell she's on. So, and she probably knew low-key, you know, not, not no shade. But let's keep it real. White and Asian babies don't get as much attention as Blasian babies. I'm just saying. People act like Blasian babies and kids are the most exotic things on earth. What they call, they call white and Asian babies, they call them Asians. <laughs> they don't get as much attention, okay? And so I feel like, you know, that, that played a part in it too because we know Jeannie's more hood. She's from the Bay. She's always like black bean. She's always said she liked the side of black meat. You know what I'm saying? Dark meat, whatever the hell she was saying. So it's very funny that now that she's with Jeezy, child, all of a sudden, oh, shit. Oh, I missed my pill. Oh, I'm not going to my depot shot appointment. <laughs> yeah, you're, are they what they're called? Eurasians? I don't know, honey. Who we call them? Asians? I don't, white Asians. <laughs> I guess they're called Eurasians, and the who would be like Asians? You know, Asians, Blasians. I don't know, child. So all of a sudden now, you know, she's she's knocked up, but she swore for oh, I'm never gonna have kids. I don't want any children. So again. When people find the right man, be it it's his wallet or his looks or his swag, they will, a, a woman will comply. A woman will let her guards down. You know what I'm saying? But it has to be with the right man. And obviously, Jeezy. 
is the right man for Jeannie, okay? She was like, I'm letting everything down. <laughs> Uterus and all. <laughs> so she's having the baby. And now we see Kourtney Kardashian. She's swerping down. Oh, I don't want to get married. I just want to be a baby's mother. I just want to live my life and just take care of my three kids. I'm not interested in marriage. Marriage isn't for me. This is all the shit that this girl talked for years on the Kardashian show. Anytime folks would ask her, why aren't you married? You keep, you know, getting knocked up. Why not marry your baby daddy? Oh, I don't want to get married. Marriage, oh, oh, it's just too much. I'm not Kim. I'm my own person. Child, she ain't been with Travis Barker, not even a year. All of a sudden, <laughs> now she wants to get married. So I got some women just be full of shit. Just say that. I wish you would just be honest. Jeannie, just say you weren't trying to have no Asian baby with damn Freddie, okay? Courtney, just say that Scott was a drunk and you weren't trying to marry your baby daddy and then get a divorce a few years later and he'd take half that damn Kardashian money, okay? Because it's always funny how as soon as they meet the right person, because she ain't been with Travis that long. All of a sudden, these walls come crumbling down. <laughs> but I'm happy for them, though. Real talk, I'm happy for Courtney. I can say that, honestly, when I see her and Travis, they look genuinely happy together. Just like when I see Jeannie Mai and Jeezy, they look genuinely happy together. Because when she'd be walking around with Freddie, she always looked like she was walking on eggshells. She just didn't feel like she could be herself. And then when Courtney was with Scott, she always had, she always came off more like the mother figure, like she had to babysit him. Make sure Scott ain't drinking the whole damn bottle at the damn party. Anybody seen Scott? Where is Scott? Is Scott passed out? See, Scott, that's that bullshit I be talking about. You drink too damn much. After a while, it's like, damn, is this a relationship or are you his mother? You know, but when I see it with Travis, it's like, you know, she's standing next to him like, I'm that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Blink-182, bitch. All the small things, honey. So I'm here for it. I, I am here for the engagement. I'm here for the marriage. But you know who's not here for it? <laughs> Shanna, his baby mama. This bitch says she's going on a spiritual. She's like, oh, I, I need spiritual maintenance. You know, Shanna messy, honey. She ran to the internet because, you know, people ran to her comment section. Channel, you see your ex is about to marry Courtney. So this is what she posted. <laughs> she says, temporarily closed for spiritual maintenance. <laughs> Nobody asks you. Nobody cares. So the thing about Shannon, though, it seems like she's had an issue with this situation for a while. So let me go ahead and spill Shannon's tea real quick. So Shanna... And Travis were together for years, okay? She was like, she was from, I think, South Carolina. She's like a beauty pageant chick. Ended up being Playboy Playmate of the Month. You know, real pretty lady. They got married. They even had a reality TV show back in the day. Before the Kardashians, it was Shannon and Travis. They had their own little show. And they were a very odd pairing. People were like, oh, you know, she's so... I don't know, Demir, and he's so rock and roll, but I, I know I know who we're going to see one, okay? I was like, don't let that Demir persona fool you. Shanna, you know what I'm saying, she be wilding out. So anyways, they end up getting a divorce, but they had two kids. So they had the little, the boy Landon, and then I think the girl's name, what's, what's their daughter's name? I forget her name. I think it's Brooklyn or something like that. But they had a, a girl as well. And that is the girl, matter of fact, it was their daughter, Remember when rice gum used to roast kids? 
Alabama. Thank you. I knew it was some. I knew it was a city or a state name. Thank you. Y'all be looking out in that chat. The daughter's name is Alabama. I said Brooklyn. I knew it was some city, some state. Anyways, so a few years ago, Rice Gum was roasting her because the, the little girl always acted grown on social media. Like she'd be on social media, like when she was like ten or eleven, with a face full of makeup, her hair done up, you know, just acting real sassy. So they used to roast her. And so Travis Barker and them got Rice Gum's channel. They got him with the strike for bullying and harassment. He almost lost his channel behind that. You found out that day, you're not going to fuck with Blink-182, honey, okay? So the whole situation is a mess. And then her oldest child is by Oscar De La Hoya. She has a 22-year-old daughter. So the word on the streets is she's not the best mom. Like she's very into herself. This is just allegedly, because I don't know this woman. This is, what the, this is the tea on the streets. That she's not the best mom. So Travis has custody of the two youngest of um, Alabama and Landon. And they said that the daughter by Oscar De La Hoya is more close to Travis. Like she has stayed with Travis even after they got divorced. She continued to live with Travis. She didn't want to stay with her biological father or her biological mother. Catch them teas. Okay, so I think that says a lot. So, yeah, maybe she needs some spiritual maintenance. I don't know. But also, this is where I also find the relationship kind of strange. If you guys remember a few months ago, nobody, nobody at all. Here comes Messy Shauna. Me and Travis got divorced because he was fucking Kim Kardashian. Now he's dating her sister. (laughs) I was like, wait, what? Let me go ahead and show y'all. This was just a few months ago. She came out of nowhere and just spilled the tea. Said that Kim had been with Travis before Courtney. Child. <laughs> Let me show y'all this. I'm like, Shannon is still messy as hell after all these years. So she says she caught her husband, Travis Barker, and Kim. And that's what, you know, basically led to their divorce. Nobody asked for this information. Um, this came out. This happened in like the early 2000s. Let me see if I can find some of the article. She says here, I kept secretly checking on Kim, telling little Chris, I don't care. She's the closet girl. She's fucking hot. He wrote at the same time, revealing that she stayed in contact with the selfish author after they returned to the U.S., We went to dinner. We went to lunch. You might think I'd be doing the worst things with this girl because of the tapes, but it was the exact opposite of any other encounter I've had with the woman, with Kim. I wanted to be nothing but a gentleman to her. It was so weird. So that was like some of the excerpts from her book. And basically she was saying that he was lying and she always felt like they had messed around. So this is some shit that she, that she said um, a few months ago. So the whole situation was crazy. So people were dragging her like, you're so messy. Why are you bringing this up now that he's with Courtney? You could have spilled this Kim tea years ago. You're only doing this to shade Courtney Kardashian. But to be honest with y'all, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, they give me vibes like they will sleep with each other's man. Y'all know they're good for taking other people's men's, especially, you know, Chloe and Kim. But I get vibe that they don't have a problem. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that person dated my sister. 
she's cool with this, so now I'm going to date him. Them is the tease I get from them. I think it's weird, but, you know, that's Hollywood for you. So, yeah, she was just out here spilling all types of angry tea and mad at the world, you know, mad at her ex. I think at this point she needs to let it go. She was dating a model recently, but her and the model broke up. So I don't know what that was about, but they broke up. Um, let me see here. Uh, Concia Morgan Santan <laughs> said it's pronounced Kanisha. Oh, it is it's spelled so differently. But thank you. She says, well, Courtney did stick to what she knows, white boys. Let's be clear. Jeannie used that white man to get into white spaces. Mm. Shannon needs to stop. Ain't been with that man in years. I agree. Shannon's doing the most. And um, yeah, they're not ready for that genie conversation, sis. But thank you so much for the super chat. She definitely um, benefited. People be acting like Freddie wasn't that dude. Freddie was a producer. He's done a lot of stuff in Hollywood. He definitely opened a lot of doors for genie. Let's keep that real. So thank you for pointing that out. Um, let's see here. Oh, everything's running slow. Trying to go through and read some of these super chats here. Uh, Donna Jess says, well, love, you know she's not going to care for a drunk and kids. Hell no. Oh, no, I don't blame her. I'm not saying that she's wrong for not marrying Scott because Scott was a sloppy, sloppy drunk. If you ever watched the Kardashian show, like I said, maybe he's gotten better because I know he's done a few stints in rehab, but he was bad. He was like embarrassingly, like just embarrassingly bad. You know what I'm saying? Where he could not handle his liquor. So I don't I don't blame her at all. Who wants to sit here and take every damn alcoholic? But it is strange that she had no problem having three kids by him, too. Because, you know, alcoholism, you know, that can be genetic. So I always thought that was weird that she kept having kids. Um, let's see here. Um, Margaret said 1999. She says, T, your, black, your background is really classy. Thank you so much. I'm glad you guys are liking the new background. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming through. Let's see here. All these chats are running slow. Uh, Kelly Rubio says, hey, T, wanted to have you, what is this? Have you seen an old rumor about SZA when she was with the TDE label? She was known to do trains with other artists. On It was on TikTok. Damn. Uh, I didn't know about that, T. But you know, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised either. Just because there's so many things that go on behind closed doors in the industry and so many people, men and women, are trying to make it. And sometimes they feel like they have to do any and everything to get seen, to get noticed, to get a push. Um, like we've talked about on this channel for years, the casting couch is definitely real. It's not a rumor. It's not a conspiracy. Um, they really do that to people you know, to get certain roles in Hollywood to make it up to the next level. You do have to sleep with certain producers and to get into certain spaces. That is why Harvey Weinstein is now facing, you know, numerous charges and has been sentenced. I think, he, but he has to go back to court again because he was one of the, the damn, he was the conduct, he was the conductor of the, of the train of the casting couches. So yeah, I can, I don't put none past nobody. So thank you so much for that. Let's see here. Um, Maya Maya Love says, I'm a silent supporter, but I wanted to say I followed you for so long and joined everything you created. You are a blessed and highly favored woman. And I am 
a bathroom designer and I want to tell you a while back, it's amazing. Hashtag blue gang. Thank you so much, Maya. I appreciate that. Yes, I worked hard on designing my bathroom. So I'm so glad that that makes me feel even better because I'm not a professional designer or a professional architect or anything like that. So if you like my bathroom and how I designed it, that's like a, a straight up stamp of approval, being that that's what you do. So thank you so much. I appreciate you, sis. Uh, let's see here. Uh, KG says, T, you missed my super chat again, but I wanted you to know how much I love you. have been watching since 2014. Thank you so much, KG. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming through. Yeah, my super chat screen is kind of running slow, so hopefully I'll run across it. Some of them are disappearing. Um, let's see here. Beyonce's lace friend said that she knew she didn't want to marry him. Then why keep having kids for him? And that is everybody's biggest question. That was one of the biggest questions that people kept asking during the show is that, you know, and he didn't want any kids. That's what was so interesting about it. So I don't know. And I think part of it is maybe she wanted all her kids to have the same father. You know, that's another thing too. Like sometimes you don't want your kids having different fathers and different last names and, you know, it's just, that's a lot. So that might be why as well. Uh, okay, here goes your super chat, KG. He says, hey, T, love you. Um, love seeing Courtney find real love after all these years. I believe she kept Scott around because of the kids. But as for him, he wanted to, he wanted mock her chasing an 18-year-old. Now, look, yeah, that's another thing. I don't feel bad for Scott. Like, Scott was out here, you know, trying to throw all these little young girls in her face to make her jealous. But Courtney's a bad bitch. You know, Courtney's 40, but she's a, she's a bad bitch, okay? She can give a lot of little young girls a run for their money, you know? So just made Scott look weird. Like, you're you're damn near 40, and you're sitting here smashing, you know, Kylie Jenner's friends, and you won't date anybody over the age of 20. He's just a weirdo. Uh, let's see here. TJ Sin 20 says, T, I'm happy for you. After eight months, I finally closed on a house. I'm relocating from Brooklyn to New Jersey. That's what's up. Congratulations on your new home. I'm glad you just kept going for it and kept applying and, and you finally got it. And that's good that you're getting out of New York. Because child, mm, the way the weather's looking, New York is definitely going through it. It's going to be more to come that may hit the East Coast. We're going to talk about that near the end of the chat. So I'm glad. I'm noticing a lot of people are pulling a mass exodus away from New York and away from a lot of coastal cities. So we'll talk about that. Thank you for the super chat. Alisa Willison 5 says, I have the same group planter. I love your tea as always. Thank you so much, Lisa. I love him. So He's so cute and he's making a little heart with his hands. I love it. When I seen that, I was like, too, Marvel, I had to get that. So thank you. Um, let's see. Yeah, everything is still running. It's like freezing up. Miss um, Scully B. Hey, Miss Scully B. She says, hey, T, just wanted to show you some love today and let you know I'm glad you were out of town when they had that mass shooting in Minnesota the other day. Love you. And you look gorgeous, by the way. Girl, how did you know? You're not even from here. I'm going to tell you about that mass shooting. You know, it's sad because... A lot of things have been happening in the Twin Cities that I personally cannot really talk about because it's so close to home. You know, um, not only the mass shooting, but the guy who killed four people and left their bodies in Wisconsin, known him since I was a kid. Can't talk about it. Everybody was like, leave that one alone. 
But this mass shooting, what was so scary about that? Remember a few months ago when I posted on my Instagram page, I ran into some subscribers. That is where I've, I've met them at, was at that spot. And these were the prettiest girls. They were like 21 years old. They were so sweet. They were like, auntie, auntie. And they were just like the sweetest girls. And I had met the one girl before at the Mall of America a few years ago. So we're just talking outside of the bathrooms and, you know, chopping it up. This is such a dope spot in St. Paul. There's not a lot of kicking spots in St. Paul. And it's like an open spot. You can go in and out. And so I'm in Atlanta during the bachelorette party. And so that morning, my phone was blowing up. If y'all do not know, there was a mass shooting in St. Paul where 14 people got shot at like two o'clock in the morning. And one of the girls who got killed is my son's friend's cousin. So it like it just really hit close to home. The whole situation is sad. The, the two idiots who decide to have a shootout in the middle of this, like, it's like a bar slash club. It's just sad. So trust me, when I seen that news, I was just like, that's insane. Because I've been there. It is such a nice spot. So I don't know. The Twin Cities are just, I don't know. It's, it's getting bad. So I'm, I'm glad I was out of town, too, because I know a few friends who were there, and they had to run out the back door. And thankfully, by the grace of God, they were not shot or killed. So there was a lot of people there that we knew. So it's really sad, really sad. But thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Um, Let's see here. Nitty Wilson says, hey, T, love you. I got my blocky on a sweatshirt. Been fighting (laughs) with my daughter for it since. Oh, so your daughter is trying to take your shirt, huh? Thank you so much. And thank you for supporting the merchandise. I appreciate you, sis. Um. Let's see here. Elizabeth said 999. She says it sounds like she kept getting pregnant, hoping he would grow up and be more hoping he would grow up with more responsibilities, but it never worked out. I'm glad she's happy now because those first years of keeping up with the car of keeping up with the Kardashians were rough. Yeah, it was. And the show was really good, like those first few years, and it just got to be too much. But um, she went through a lot with Scott. So I just think they're just in different spaces. And I'm glad that she's found true love. If she can find it with, you know, with Travis Barker and his neck tattoos, I'm here for it, okay? As long as she's happy. Um, let's see here. Fly Girl T. Sam 5 says, maybe Courtney wanted to have her kids by a certain age, too. That's true. You know, she's the oldest of the Kardashians. And sometimes when a woman's biological clock is ticking, <laughs> any pain will do. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, so that could have been the situation as well. So thank you. Um, Mora says, Hey, auntie, it's raw 001 from the discord. I'm glad to see you back and looking beautiful. P.S. Them things was them things was the thing in that dress at the party. You look gorgeous. Thank you so much, sis. And thanks for coming through. Appreciate you. So let's see. I've been on here for 34 minutes. Time just be flying, child. I swear. So I want to talk about this whole Eddie Winslow situation. First of all, I'm going to need Darius McCary to not be trending for this. Um, so he literally, literally, Eddie Winslow has been trending all day on Twitter. Let me go ahead and show y'all this. This is like the funniest shit. I log on Twitter. I'm like, Eddie Winslow, see all right? What's going on with Eddie? So he's trending. Y'all see him here. They call him a rapper and an actor. Okay. So the reason why he's trending is because it came out that he's dating Sydney Starr. Let me show you this video. Oh, they got music. I'm going to turn it on. 
But they're taking pictures and they're looking very, very lovey-dovey. If y'all don't know, Sydney Star is transgender. So this is causing a lot of controversy. But Sydney also came out and she confirmed that they were dating. And so here goes the article. Loving hip hop star Sydney Star confirmed she's dating Darius Eddie Winslow McCary. And so that's the same video. And she says, we both are just built special. Two hardworking celebrities in the industry. Eddie Winslow, we love you at Darius McCary. We hear y'all talking. So a lot of people are like showing them love. But let me turn that off. Now he's coming out and he's saying that he's not dating her. So y'all go go ahead and get the tiny violins. Let's go. I don't normally like pay attention to rumors. I'm not into all that. But the small minds discuss other people. Um, mediocre minds discuss um, ideas, and um, great minds discuss how to change the world. So while you're busy discussing me, I'm trying to figure out how to change the world for you. Anyway, I'm sitting here with my mama. Hi. How are you? Mama, don't talk to them. They're Hi. rude. They're rude. Don't talk. Spin the camera a little bit. Spin the camera a little bit. Better face. Better face? Okay, mama. Now you guys got a better face on it, right? Okay. Okay. Here we are. Here we are. There we are right there. So don't miss you. Y'all, this, this is, I'm, I'm with the best, I'm with my mama, we eat lunch. <laughs> Listen. We eat in oxtails. We eat oxtails, right. we eat good. We eat in oxtails and Listen, y'all, when y'all are discussing these rumors that aren't true, we eat And they aren't true either. They, <laughs> are, they are not true, okay? <laughs> okay, I mean, but, but I will say this. What are we in high school? You gonna tell me who I can be friends with, who I can't hang out with? Huh? I mean, I mean, I'm I'm a grown man. I'm I'm really five years from fifty. So I mean, if I wasn't with my mama, I would really be saying this a whole other way. But I'm being respectful because my mama right here. Yes, ma'am. Being good. We love you guys. Okay. Love you guys. Don't say all these rumors, y'all. Don't hurt out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think that my fiance would really have something different to say. That's, that's, that's the focus. That's what y'all should be right. focusing on. Whatever, where, where that ring is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. LA cool brother but I just it's just weird I don't know if these celebrities just do stuff for attention to go viral like let's take a picture act our lovey-dovey you know let's create a moment because when was the last time has he ever trended let's keep it real he ain't trended since him and and superhead were dating so I wonder if this was like something that he did knowing that he would go viral knowing that it would cause conversation because the whole thing just doesn't make sense. Because Sydney's out here talking about that's her man, that's her food. She really fight for his love. And meanwhile, he's with his mama eating oxtails. Like, I'm not, I'm not dating her. Y'all need to stop spreading rumors. Everybody dating her. <laughs> I'm just like, what the hell is this? Okay? Why bring your mama into it? You know, if he wants to be with her, I could care less. That is their personal business. But 
I just don't like, like, did you do this whole situation? Did you plot this just to go viral? Are you playing with folks? Because there was like even comments in the shade room. Let me see if I can find it. Where it looked like they were going back and forth. Like, you know, showing love to each other. Yeah, here it is. Let me, let me show y'all this. So to me, it's very, very suspect. I see we got close to th uh, over 9,000 people in here. Please hit that like button. It's free. Hit the like. <laughs> so this, somebody says Eddie Winslow acted like he didn't like Myrtle Urkel on TV, but got with Sydney Star in real life. So they've been going in all day on Twitter. And that's him with Sydney. I don't know what's going on with this eyelash here. Interesting. Maybe it's a new style. Um, okay. So this is the, the one I was talking about. Sydney says, sexy daddy, good night, XOXO. And then he replies back with, you know, XOXOs and heart eyes and fire emojis and all this stuff. So maybe it's innocent. You know, maybe it's Sydney showing him love as a friend. Or maybe they both did this so they could trend. Let's not forget that Sydney Scott, uh, Sydney Star has also been known to be messy. A few years ago, she's the one who blasted um, Chingy. Remember, Chingy's career has not bounced back since then. Remember when his four fans were in the comment section talking about, I was being mean? I, there's only four of y'all. Relax. I'm like, name me a, a, a modern day Chingy hit. They were quiet. So yeah, Chingy. Look at what you do that right there. That was, you know, that was a hot song. Sydney Starr came out and said that she was messing with him. He liked transgender women. He knew that, you know, she was transgender. And then it came out years later that she lied on that man. That he, that she never dated him. She just lied so she could go viral. So ever since then, I had given her the side eye. Because I don't, you know, don't, don't lie on somebody and, you know, affect their career. And then now you want to, you know, tell your truth. So I thought that was kind of shitty. So being that she's done that in the past, I'm thinking maybe this was something that they both planned to go viral. Because right now they're trending, they're getting all this attention, but he's eating ox oxtails trying to backtrack and pussy pot. So I, I don't know. So I would not be surprised. Yeah, right. They might have a zoo special coming up. The Sydney Star and Eddie Winslow show. <laughs> something. Because this was just so random. It was just so random. Let me see here. Uh, Modern Oso says, Nati, your face left my ass off. Yeah, because that whole discussion with his mom and what they were saying, it's like, okay, y'all are eating oxtails. We just want to know are you with Sydney or not. And then the whole, y'all need to stop spreading rumors and stop believing everything you see on the internet. But y'all put it out there. Y'all could have easily took that video and kept it between yourselves. You posted on social media. You knew what it was going to do. You can't post up on the gram and then think that people are not going to have opinions. That's what people do on social media. So they knew they knew what they was doing. I'm not buying it. Let's see here. The Fly Girl T sent 10 says Eddie got that quote unquote happy look. Looking at Sydney Star. Best sugar daddies get when they finally get to take a picture with their sweet young thing. Run it, girlfriend. He did look really boosted, though. They really do look like, you know, they really look like a couple. Go ahead and come back. Yeah, he looks like he's here for it. Let, let, let's take another look at the video. He's definitely, definitely here for it. Look at his face. 
Yeah, this video is saying something else, Eddie. Darius. It's definitely saying something else. He, I mean, they look like they're really into each other. And I like that dress, too. That's a bad dress. So I don't know. He's saying that it's not a big deal and there's nothing there. We don't believe you. You need more people. Let's see here. 420 Laura says, can you react to one of your OG videos? I think that'd be amazing seeing you where you started and where you are at now. That'd be interesting. I, I would have never thought to do something like that. Maybe I will. But thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate you. Uh, Jamaican Demigod sent $4.99. Thank you so much. But yeah, I just think the whole thing with him, the fact that he's he has to come back and try and backtrack, I think he either can't deal with the backlash because maybe he thought that he was going to get props or people were going to be more open to it. And because it's kind of back, you know, it's kind of like, you know, it's not giving what he wanted it to give because they are roasting the hell out of him on Twitter. If you go through that hashtag, I think that's why he's backing away. Because up until now, I've never heard him talk about his fiance. So all of a sudden he has a fiance. He got the mama co-signing him. But again, <clears throat> why put out the video? It doesn't make any sense. So let me go ahead here and read a few more uh, super chats. Zalfru says, why do people always have to address things while they're eating? <laughs> I don't know, because that shit was making me hungry. I'm like, really? Just the whole platter of food in the video? Um, let's see. Ratcat says, mom dude sounds like Harriet from Family Matters. Honestly, when I looked at his mom, that's who I thought it was. Isn't it weird that his biological mom looks like Harriet? Because I'm like, is that the mom from the show? And then I realized that was his real blood mom. She looks just like the mother on the show. Somebody said it's giving me red flag vibes. <laughs> that is definitely a red flag. Um, let's see here. Sophia Sam Five says, hey, T, looking gorgeous. Love you. Love you, too. Thank you so much for coming through. Um, CC sent sec money. Um, she sent $50. Thank you so much, CC. Uh, EJ sent $4.99 says, I wanted to say hi. I'm glad I caught some of your live. I've been loving your pictures on IG. Looking good, honey. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. And I ended up, I got my other page. They're allowing me to live stream on my bigger page. Again, why they took that from me, I don't know. But I still don't trust that page. But I'm going to just post more light stuff on there, like pictures and videos and things. But all my heavy hitting stuff will be on Lovely TTV. So if you're not following, let me show y'all because it's two totally different pages. So this is my Lovely T 2002 page. I'm just going to be posting a lot of light stuff on here. They finally let me go live on here, but I still don't trust their ass. But and then this, hold on, that's not the page. This is my Lovely TV page. So like on this page, I was posting about uh, Colin, uh, Colin Powell. I was posting about the volcanoes. I'm going to be having that on this page. So I would just say follow both pages. Because Instagram ain't shit. <laughs> they really not. Let me see here. Amanda Show says, T, you got me cracking up with your facial expressions and the reactions to the eyelash. Anyways, I always love to see you win. Thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you. 
So now I want to go ahead and get on this whole situation with Candy Burris. Now, we had a Zoom meeting last night. Shout out to everybody who came. I had a, a, a Get It Off Your Chest meeting Sunday evening. I hadn't had a chance to talk to my Zoomers in a while, my Discorders. So we had a good meeting. And I was talking to one of the Discorders from the ATL. She works in like the restaurant and bar industry. And I was telling them about my experience at Candy's Restaurant Blaze. Okay. I never talked about this publicly, um, but let me go ahead and show you guys. This was during the bachelorette party because the whole theme of the bachelorette party was the real bridesmaids of ATL. That was the entire theme that my cousin went with. So I think all the pictures are on my lovely TTV page. So this was all of us. This was at the bachelorette party. So we went to Blaze. Okay. And I even wrote on here the real bridesmaids of Atlanta. So that's my cousin. She's the one who's getting married. And so it's all of us. Y'all can see the background. We were like in this private room. And the room was not cheap at all. Okay. The food was not cheap. When I tell you, this was like one of the worst restaurants I've ever been to. And we're big fans of candy. Y'all know, like, we're big fans. This was us taking some more pictures. We're big fans of, like, The Real Housewives. Y'all know that's, like, my show. So we decided, okay, well, let's go to Blaze. You know, we watched the show. This is the theme. And so we had um, reservations. And so we get there and everything. They're not taking orders. The customer service was just really bad. So they finally come in, they start taking orders. We were literally in this room for close to an hour and a half, almost two hours before they brought out our food. We had to literally ask them, where is our food? Like, we're, you know, we have other things to do. We have to get ready to go. We need our meal. So they finally start bringing in the food. This was like the worst food I've ever eaten. And I'm not trying to be funny. The rice was hard. It was not thoroughly cooked. My cousin, the one who's getting married, literally took two bites of the salmon. It was so salty. Her rice was hard. The Brussels sprouts, were they were hard. You could barely eat them. We left so much food on, that, on those plates. It was ridiculous. I've never walked away from that. I'm the type of person when I go out to eat, I'm going to eat up all my food or take a to-go box. Nobody took a to-go box. It was so much food left there. Then when we're taking pictures, one of the staff members you got to understand how to read a room. We pay for a photographer. Okay, you want to jump in a picture? Okay, I can see jumping in one or two. Dude literally caught himself blocking the bride and was just in like 10 shots. When we had to tell him, brother, you got to move. Like, that's not cool. Like, this is not your, this is not your bridal shower. Like, you're, like it's been 10 pictures now. You got to go cook. Go, go waitress. Go do something. So I just thought they were just really, really just, they were not professional. So my other cousin went to go talk to the manager. Like, you know, we're just really dissatisfied. The food was not good. The service was bad. We spent a lot of money for this private room. You know, I ordered sweet tea. The first one was sweet. Then I ordered a refill. They bring it back with no sugar, no nothing. It was just tea. You know, just like, just did not care. It was like the service was that bad. That was just, we were so disappointed and we you know a lot of us left bad reviews because i'm like that's not cool we came out here to support candy and the service was trash and then they didn't even comp us on any of the meals 
He was like, oh, well, if y'all don't like the service, we can give y'all a shot. Bitch, I don't drink. How does that benefit me? I'm not about to take a damn shot of Hennessy. I'm cool. We didn't come here to take shots. We came here to eat good food. But the food was just trash. Now, I'm going to show y'all some private messages between us. So, you know, I'm not just saying this just to be saying this. So, what, what is so weird? I don't know. I just always, I don't know if it's energy, but... I was going through a hashtag and it, it wasn't even a candy hashtag. It was a hashtag for something else, but somebody else was ranting about the Blaze restaurant. And I was shocked because I'm like, this was when I got to LA and I was like in the parking lot over there in Hollywood, leaving like TJ Maxx. And I just happened upon this post and I sent it to the girls in the group chat. So let me go ahead and show you guys this. It was this girl who just, she just happened to write her experience and I'm sending it to all the ladies because this is how bad our experience was at Blaze. Let me pull this up real quick. Okay. So this is the, the super chat, the super chat, sorry. This is the, the chat. I took a screenshot. This was on October 11th. We went there on the 9th. So I said, hey ladies, I just happened to run across this post on my Instagram feed. Why is somebody else blasting Blaze restaurant as well? And so that's what I had sent to the ladies. And so this is the, the lady. She was kind of going in as well. And she was saying some real shit. So this lady was saying, she, she added Candy and Todd. She says, Candy and Todd, restaurant of Housewives of Atlanta. I love Candy and I wanted to like this place. Love the ambiance, food not so good. Lamb and Brussels spouts had the best taste. Crab cakes, trash. Nasty all around. Calamari, great crunch, but no flavor. Oysters, okay. Could taste cheese, but bland. They were overcooked. Baked potato was interesting. Great crunch, but no flavor. Just a pinch of toppings. And then the most important part is overpriced. Pick a receipt. I've had much better. This woman is not lying. Nothing that we paid for in that restaurant was under 30 bucks. It was extremely overpriced for the food and the service. On top of that, so then this was like the rest of our conversation here. Let me just show y'all this. So one of the girls is saying, you can tell they were trying to soften the blow, but yeah, candies isn't it. It's giving Applebee's with Fogo de Chao prices, okay? And so, you know, I definitely felt a way like, I just, I'm like, I don't, uh, that, so we were talking about in the Zoom meeting, because I'm like, I don't know if it's maybe the workers are not getting paid what they should be paid, you know, or they're short-staffed. I don't know what it is, but the service there was horrible. The food was horrible. And a lot of people were saying the same thing in the Zoom meeting, because there's a lot of people there from ATL, and they're saying that the rest, that the food at Blaze was bad and at OLG was bad. A few people said they had gotten, you know, sick or food poisoning from there. So, and like I said, we didn't get any type of refund, anything. We just we just chopped it up as a loss, and we just said we'd never go there. There's many amazing spots in ATL. Like, the, the Blue Crab is dope. I had such a good time there. Uh, Pinky's, uh, the Slutty Vegan Restaurant in Midtown, that place was dope. The music was popping. We had so much fun there. So I was just really, really disappointed. So now today... This is just, we talked about this yesterday in the Zoom meeting, because I never was going to make this even public. It wasn't that serious, but being that it's the topic, I'm going to talk about it. So 
Today, tell me why it came out. Neighborhood Talk had posted this. I am Radar Online is talking about it. And they're saying the IRS needs understanding. Real Housewives of Atlanta, Candy Burris, business accused of owing 20 grand in back taxes months after the restaurant failed health inspection. And this is like the second or third time that they've had failed health inspections. And other people had accused her of this as well. Um, a few months ago, she was getting her restaurant was getting caught out. And they were saying restaurant scam, Candy Burris caught out for charging $4 for two ice cubes just months after Grim Health Rating. And so they were saying here at Blaze, um, Georgia, Georgia attorney Ryan Williams provided a photo of his receipt from Sunday showing that he was charged $30 for two Hennessy's, $4 for two rocks, $15 for a cheeseburger and fries, $8 for a Red Bull, and an 18% gratuity was added to the order along with tax. His meal totaled $72.58. So then he said Ryan called on Candy to fix this ghetto-ass shit, claiming that he was already, um, this was his second attempt to patronize her establishment. So people have been blasting her for a while, and now it's coming out again about her on the 20K and back taxes. So I'm going to say this. I was very disappointed in the service, one, because like I said, I'm a big fan of Candy. I think she's an amazing entrepreneur and a businesswoman. But I'm, from what I'm seeing online, from what I'm seeing, you know, from what we experienced at the restaurant, from what I'm seeing from reviews from people, I think Candy is stretching herself too thin. Like I'm here for starting businesses, but if you're unable to manage them efficiently, you may have too many businesses going on at once. Because I think she has two old lady game restaurants, plus Blaze, plus Bedroom Candy, plus everything that she does with like Real Housewives, YouTube, things like that. You know, she's, a, and then she's acting. So she's a very, very busy person. And I think she's entrusted a lot of things onto other people who are not handling business well for her. Because the problem is she's the face of this brand. So whatever happens, it comes back on candy. People are not going to say, you know, it's the, the restaurant people, it's Todd. It, they're going to say it's candy, you know? So I just think that at this point, it's not a good look that, you know, this is like the second or third time that her restaurant has failed health inspections. People are constantly complaining about the food. So I think that maybe at some point she's going to either need to revamp or not have as many restaurants. Because sometimes what I notice with celebrities, because they have a big fan base, because a lot of people support them, they think they can venture into every little facet. And my thing is when you are in the restaurant business, it has to be a passion. It has to be something that you live, breathe and eat. You have to understand food. You have to understand customers. You have to understand drinks. The restaurant business is not easy. And a lot of restaurants end up closing after their first year. So this has to be something that you're passionate about, not just something that you just stick your brand name on. And I think that's the problem is that she's not passionate about the restaurants. It's more like, let me stick my brand on here. Let me promote it on the Real Housewives and then get a bunch of other people to run it. 
And right now, these people seem to be running into the ground. Because charging people $4 for ice cubes is ridiculous. The menu is ridiculously overpriced for what you get. I've eaten at places where the food was under 20 bucks. Hell, I've eaten at places where the food was $5 a plate and the shit was good. It made me want to come back. My meal was like close to like 50 bucks with everything that I ordered with the teas. And I was not satisfied. It was just, how do you mess up shrimp? It just was not a good meal. I just, I didn't like it. Yeah, like um, somebody says Trick Daddy's restaurant is fire. And I bet it is. Why? Because Trick is passionate about what he's doing. He's passionate about his food. Because I be watching on Love and Hip Hop. He can burn. He can cook his ass off. So I, I believe his restaurant is fire. Because when you're passionate about it, you're not going to let that fall by the wayside. You're going to make sure that the folks who are cooking it, they get the recipes right. They know what they're doing. That it shouldn't be no difference if it's Trick Daddy in there cooking it or if it's this person cooking it. And I think that's the problem. This is not her passion. This is just something for her to attach her brand to. Her passion is music. Her passion is acting. Candy can write her ass off. She makes good music. And that's why she's been able to excel in that. But the restaurant business, it's been a few years, and I have not heard the best reviews, but we still want to go to support her. But I, I'm very highly disappointed. Now, as far as the back taxes, we all know Candy got money. That's not a question. Why she owes back taxes, I don't know. Again, I feel like maybe that's somebody dropping the ball on her team, because I'm sure if Candy knew about it, she'd have been paid it. So I'm not even going to clown her about that. I'm sure she's probably paid it as I'm making this damn video because she has the money to pay it. But again, it shouldn't even get to that point because all the T's should be crossed and all the I's should be dotted. So that's the thing. Even as I'm watching um, Real Housewives of Potomac, I see Wendy. She's like, I want to be the next Black Martha Stewart and I want to have a candle line and a home essential line and all this stuff. And it's like, you're not serious about this. You just want to slap your brand onto something. Because your whole persona, the first season was, I'm smart. I'm a lawyer. I'm this. I have eight degrees. I da 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 And you went from that to you want to have a whole candle line and stuff like that. It's just folks just attaching themselves to anything. And my thing is, why not have something successful that you know and that you want to like? I would respect it more if Wendy had classes teaching people, you know, how to be lawyers or, you know, teaching entrepreneurial classes or business classes. To me, that would seem more fitting with her brand. When I look at her, I don't get home essential line. So that's the thing. Like for me, when I even expanded out of my brand, one of the things I love is tea. I know everything about tea in and out. Hence why I started my tea line. You know, something I was very, very passionate about. And it's been doing good the past three years. And I'm grateful for all the support. We've been, we restocked too. So make sure you go to Amazon and check out the damn lovely teas. But, you know, it's something I'm passionate about. I've had people ask me to, you know, do a liquor line. Do a hard liquor, like a tea, you know, like a, like a Texas tea. Like how you can get those with like hard liquor in there. And I've turned it down. I don't drink like that. I don't, I, I don't want to mix my brand with liquor. That's not my brand. Like, I like holistic stuff. So it's like all money isn't good money and all things attached to your brand is not necessarily good. 
I know about teas, but I don't know about liquor. And I don't want to come on here promoting hard teas to my audience. I don't want 12 year olds trying to sip my tea and they get drunk and be passed out. And then the mama looking at me like, damn it, that damn lovely tea. You know what I'm saying? So I just think that's the problem with it is that candy is kind of stretched thin and people on her team are dropping the ball. And whenever that ball gets dropped, when you're the face of a brand, when you're the face of, you know, an organization, everything comes back on you. Nobody's out here yelling, well, Don Juan didn't, No, nobody's going to yell his name. And I'm not saying that this had anything to do with Don Juan. I'm just using him as an example. Nobody's going to be screaming, Don Juan dropped the ball. If he dropped the ball, they're going to be saying Candy dropped the ball. So I just hope that Candy gets it fixed. If she runs across this video, know that it's coming in love. It's not coming in hate or negativity. But I, I am, as somebody who's a big fan of you and a big, big fan of the Real Housewives franchise, we were really, really disappointed. You know what I'm saying? As fans with the treatment that we got at the restaurant, with the food, with the quality of service. So just keeping it real. So I want to talk about that. Um, Lee Lee in the comments said, oh, Lee was here in the comments says, thank you, T. The issue is these days entrepreneurs just want money. Nobody's passionate about their craft. Amen. That is a really, really good point. Um, somebody says Lisa Vanderpump's rest, uh, Vegas and rest, restaurant in Las Vegas is good. That's good to hear. Uh, thick chick in the comment section says, OLG was disgusting to me. Um, Somebody says lovely liquor. <laughs> no, <laughs> none of that. But um, I think you're right about that. A lot of people are not really passionate about the things that they put out there. They just feel like, well, I have a big following. They're just going to buy whatever I, you know, whatever I put out there. And for some people, they've been able to luck up, right? Like Kylie Jenner, Kylie Cosmetics. She was passionate about makeup, but she also had a huge fan base who was willing to support her. And now she's a bootleg billionaire. And I call her bootleg billionaire because it's been it's come out that she's not really a billionaire. But either way, she got more money than my ass. I'm not, you know, no shade. She's definitely up there. But, um, you know, something that you have to be passionate about. But you have a lot of people who are run to, like, drop makeup lines, hair weave lines, shoe lines. They're just dropping stuff, dropping stuff and just hoping it sticks. But they're not necessarily passionate about it. Everybody wants an entrepreneur label, but they don't want to put in the work. And it's a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? Like I tell people all the time, I am the customer service. I am the order taker. I am the person who has to reach out and, and do everything, you know, and I've got my kids involved in some of it, but it's a, it's a lot of work. You know, it's, it's not easy. So you definitely have to have a good team behind you. And it has to be something that you're very, very passionate about. And I just don't think she's really passionate about the restaurant business. I just think that it was something that she felt was cool to do because her aunties could cook. So let's start the OLG because everybody started calling them the old lady gang on the show. So she turned that into a business venture and it seemed like it wasn't good at first, but it's just slowly kind of, you know, gone downhill, unfortunately. So hopefully they'll get everything fixed and get everything, you know, back in order. But her getting these health um, scores that are super low, it's just not a good look. Andrea B said 1999 says sending love I was due on October 10th. My son is taking his time. Pray he comes tonight. Oh my God, not the baby tea sipper. Eight days late. Oh my goodness. I hope everything goes good in, uh, with your labor and the rest of the pregnancy. Hopefully he'll come tonight. He is eight days late. That is so crazy. 
Thank you so much for coming through and spending this evening with me. I appreciate you, Andrea. We got another baby Tisa for coming, you guys. So many babies been born in 2020 and 2021. It's, it's crazy. Um, let's see here. Eris Eris. Sam 49.99. She says, I think it's the fault of her husband trying to keep up or prove that he is on par with her rank. Remember the many failed businesses Todd tried to start, but he never finished it. Candy was upset about it. Love the channel, T. Love you too. And that might be it too. You know, sometimes women, especially if you're the one in the position of power and money and prestige, they will put their men in these positions that they're not necessarily ready for just to say that their man is not living out for them or mooching out for them. Like, oh, he has his own thing. He's running the restaurant. And that might be the situation. Because remember, that's what happened with Ken Do, a.k.a. Ken Don't, Mary J. Blige's ex-husband. Remember, she made him a manager. He had one, he had one job. One job was to manage different artists. And what did he do? He took his pen and stuck it inside of them. <laughs> you had one job, Ken Do. Just simply manage. We didn't ask you to manage the coochies, but he did that. So, you know, unfortunately, you can't put everybody in a position of power. Because once you do, it goes to their head or they fuck it up, sadly. So, yeah, very disturbing. Let's see here. Lucci said 999 says, happy birthday to your boy. You are a great mother and your boys deserve the world. My birthday is tomorrow. It's Libra season, baby. Make sure y'all hit that like button. Love you, T, for real, for real. Love you, too, and thank you so much for coming through, sis, and happy early birthday to you. Libra season, y'all are in the house, because I swear every weekend it's been somebody's birthday that I know personally. So, yeah, Libra's definitely in the house. Thank you. Um, Let's see here. Tara Allen sent $5, says, everything you're saying is straight facts. That's why Lisa left the housewives to focus on her restaurant and has been successful for years. Mm. Catch them teas. Right. Because again, when you're really focused on business, you live, breathe, sleep that business. You know what I'm saying? Nobody else is going to run it as efficiently as you are. So, and that was part of the problem too that was going on with Sweetie Pies. Remember Tim with his murdering ass? Um, he kept trying to open up restaurants. And the mom had to eventually sue him like, you're doing too much. We're, we're not a national franchise. We're not trying to be McDonald's here. Let's focus on the few that we have here in St. Louis. You got the one on, on West Florissant struggling. Then she opened up Hamburger Heaven. And you're trying to open the restaurants in Texas and L.A. And, you know, and even before he killed Andre, before that came out, the L.A. spot had shut down. He had two restaurants in L.A. And their food was good because I did go there one Sunday. Their food was good, but they've shut down. So that's the thing. Sometimes people move a little bit too quickly. Sometimes, you know, you got to, you know, don't go chasing waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you used to. Yeah, we know you're going to have it your way or nothing at all. But sometimes I just need to stick to the damn rivers and lakes that you used to. Stick to one or two restaurants. You don't need a whole franchise. McDonald's can do that because they're a billion dollar company. But a lot of y'all just need to sit to just one or two and make sure that you get that popping for years. A lot of folks will have one restaurant and make sure that that is, you know, it's popping. It's well rooted in the community. People know about it before they start franchising off. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, got to start somewhere. They said Tim with the woman hips and thighs, child. They probably having a good old funky time with him in prison. 
can't stand him. I still can't believe that he did that to Andre. That shit still breaks my heart. Um, let's see here. Miss J. Miss JG said 999. She says, just got your hair and nail tea on Amazon. I can't wait for it to come. Love you, T. Thank you so much for the support. And thank you. We'll love it. Like I tell y'all, these are my real nails. Let me come in close. A lot of people think that my nails are fake. Y'all see that? These are my real nails. For me taking care of them. I have them in dips right now. And drinking tea. The nail tea. So it definitely helps. It's like vitamins in tea form. And don't just seep it one time. You can seep it up to three times. So it can last you all day. So it's not, don't just make a cup and then throw out the, the remnants. You seep it again. So I seep it three times. But yeah, it definitely works. So thank you. And thank you guys too for like the really good positive reviews on the teas as well. I appreciate it. Um, Let's see here. And Bali says tea, she even charged people for parking to come to the restaurant. The parking behind OLG makes no sense. I heard about that. I seen a lot of people, they wrote, we went to the reviews after the fact. And we seen people writing that on the OLG reviews saying that you have to pay for parking, which is insane because parking should be free for coming to patronize your restaurant. So thank you so much. Um, let's see. Latoya Black says, honestly, I think Candy should not allow Todd to manage the restaurants. It's just not his niche. Marriage should be separate from business sometimes. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think for Todd, his passion lies in television, you know, doing production and, and media. Because I remember when she did the A Mother's Love, he seemed, I mean, he was all in with that, you know, producing that and helping with that. I think that's where his passion lies. You know, I don't think his passion is necessarily in the restaurant business. So I, I can agree with you there. Uh, let's see here. Sin Kawale sent $99.99. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. Says you're absolutely right, T. I own a lash studio and no one ever talks about the sleepless nights, the amount of money you spend on continuing education, the hours of blood, sweat, and tears, the missed holidays, etc. Everyone has a business, but how many businesses are 10 plus? You better speak on it. I don't know if I can show y'all this. I want to show you this on my wall. I don't know if this is ghetto if I just pick up my camera. I'm not going to pick up the camera. I'm going to take a picture of this. I have a picture on my wall. I have my son help me put it up. It's an entrepreneur. It's very heavy. And I put this on my wall in my office to remind me every day. It says, an entrepreneur is a person who is up late working 100 hours for themselves to avoid working 40 hours for someone else. And when I tell you when my friends and my family came into the office this weekend, they seen that they're like, that is so you. Even with something like YouTube, people assume that it's so easy. You can just get on camera and talk and it's not a big deal. It's a lot of work. Like just even staying up researching, going through emails, making sure you're not putting out false information because you actually care about your brand and your integrity. You know what I'm saying? The sleepless nights, the trolls, the drama. Organize on like DMX, but it's a lot of work, you know, it's a lot of work, and people don't give, especially small businesses, enough credit that it's a lot of work to get up every day. And know that if the business fails, it's on you, it's not on anybody else. If you don't make enough this month to cover, you know, your expenses, it's on you, you know. What I'm saying if you don't have enough to pay out your employees, it's all on you, you know. So being an entrepreneur is not for everyone, and that's okay. And that's why I never respect the shaming of, of um, 
regular people who work nine to five. I never understand that. Like when social media influencers will top down the people who work a nine to five job. Do you understand that those are your customers? Those are people coming in to patronize your business. Those are your viewers. I'm grateful for every super chat I get. I don't care if it's a dollar, if it's a hundred dollars, because nobody has to give you anything. You know what I'm saying? So I'm extremely grateful. So I, I will never understand people who think that it's okay to clown folks and be like, oh, well, you're not a business owner. You're trash. You're, you know, uh, you're not about that life. I have my own business. But again, like we said, how many people's businesses are actually successful? Okay. Don't just be fooled by the smoke and mirrors because a lot of people will talk a good game on social media and show you the latest this and that and their, their latest, you know, Chanel bag and shoes but they're actually sleeping on their mother's couch or they got five roommates or, and they don't own anything. Everything is leased or rented. So be proud of where you're at in life. And if you want to strive to eventually own your own business and be an entrepreneur, then you do that. But never allow somebody to shame you to take on more than you can actually handle. Never do that. So I, I thank everybody, you know what I'm saying, who supports me. I don't care if you're a business owner or a truck driver, an entrepreneur, uh, a nine to five worker, everybody is appreciated because we all make this world go round. As we see now, like we talked yesterday, we had like a two hour meeting yesterday and we talked about how much the supply chain is affecting every facet of the world. You don't understand how much you need these people, these so-called regular workers, until you're sitting in a Burger King line for 20 minutes just for some French fries. And there's one employee there. Or until you go to order your son's birthday cake and there's there's no supplies that they literally have to give you a small cake for free because there's really no supplies and the baker's overwhelmed because everybody's quitting. Or we us not appreciating truck drivers who bring these supplies. We can go to any store USA. Remember, I was posting it um, in the Telegraph. I went to four stores to try and find Tostitos, uh, the dips, you know, the little dip chips. Four stores sold out, couldn't find them. One store had the multi-grain. I said, now nah, we're not about that life. I ain't never heard of no multi-grain Tostitos. We're not going there. A lot of things are so scarce right now. So we have to appreciate people. So many times we worship the millionaires. We worship the celebrities. But we need to start appreciating just the regular everyday man and woman because they're the ones who actually make the world go round. Look how many things are just sitting there on the coast of California. I've been talking about this all summer, but you notice now it's national news. There's nobody to empty out those container ships. They've just been sitting there for months. There's not enough labor. There's a huge labor shortage. Pilots. That is why a lot of flights are being canceled. There's not enough people to do these jobs. And unfortunately, the people who are left it's putting more of a strain on them. We had a beautiful nurse call in last night, literally had us damn near in tears about the overwhelming hospital system in Louisiana. She just got out of nursing school about not even a year ago. And they have her work in the C-19 ward when her specialty was dealing with burn victims. But because there's more people coming in with C-19, they done took her out of her specialty and they have her over there now. So there's a lot of strain on regular workers. So if nobody has told y'all this today, I appreciate each and every one of y'all. I really do. Because a lot of the things that we do are very thankless jobs. 
So I definitely appreciate everybody. But um, am I preaching right now? Y'all now be going on my little preaching tangents. I'm sorry. You know, but I, I really do. I, I really do just appreciate people. And I just think that we need to show, we just need to be appreciative. You know, I don't care if it's the Uber driver, if it's the person at McDonald's taking your order, because they didn't have to be there. They could have quit. They could have caught out. You know, and I think a lot of these jobs are now waking up and understanding you need to pay people a livable wage. Paying folks $8.50 an hour is not going to cut it when the cost of living is steadily rising, when people's rent is steadily going up. You've got to pay people a livable wage. If you can pay your CEOs millions of dollars in bonuses per year, how about you, you know, take, how about you just take a, 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 a cut, take $10,000 of that bonus and the rest of that hundred grand? Give it back to your employees. That is how you get loyal employees. That's how you get people to want to stay. Not being greedy. You know, so yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be interesting. How long have I been on here? Shout out to everybody who's watching. We got like 10,000 people watching. I've been out here for an hour and 20 minutes. It's almost time for me to go. But before I go, I have to talk about this. Because then I have to get real, real deep at the end. So let me talk about this before I go. Um, a few weeks ago, I was telling you guys about the volcano that erupted in Las Palmas in Spain, okay? And um, I went to check on it this morning because I wanted to just, you know, I, I like to follow up on things and see, you know, what's going on with the people in these different countries that sometimes I post on Instagram. And so today I have posted this on my Instagram page. That volcano is still erupting. It's been four weeks. That volcano is still spewing lava. And a lot of people are really worried about what's to come. Um, oops, hold up, I clicked on something. So let me go ahead and share this with you guys. I have posted this earlier today on Instagram. So y'all see the lava just pouring. It's very scary what's going on. And that's it erupting here. This is like a movie, you guys. So this is what's left on certain parts of the island. It's nothing but ash. So this is just somebody walking, showing videos. And this is all ash. This is just scary. So that's some pictures. So this is what I wrote. I said, the mainstream media isn't really covering this for some reason. I told y'all a few weeks ago about the La Palma volcano erupting. Well, they're going on their fourth week of nonstop eruptions. Half of the city is covered in ash while the other half is being melted into the sea. The last picture, maybe it's me, but I can clearly see a spirit slash face manifesting in the smoke. And I'm going to show you guys that picture. So that's the lava. 
going into the sea. Look at this picture. Tell me I don't see a face right here. Like that freaked me out. And it looks like a woman, like a little Afro, a woman and she's blowing smoke out her mouth. Some people are saying that they see another face here where it looks like a mother looking at a child. Y'all see it? Okay, but now peep this. I'm going to take you onto my Discord. Follow me. So Rejoice, you guys know Rejoice. She's one of the mods in the Discord. She was like, T, this reminds me of Moana. And, you know, y'all not have, you know, I have boys. So my nephew was over and me and him watched it together, but I fell asleep, obviously, because I totally missed the, the correlation. So let me show y'all what Rejoice sent me. So we were all in the Discord talking about everything. So that is the face that a lot of people are seeing. Now look at this, this is from Mohana, Moana. I think I said it right. Do y'all see that? And then look at this. Ain't that crazy? Predictive program. Like this is the real life picture. This is the Disney movie. But now check these T's. So now what they're saying is somebody had left a comment on, on the Instagram page and they were basically saying that that volcanic eruption, if it gets big enough and parts of it fall into the sea, one is going to cause, of course, the polar ice caps to melt even more because the heat it's going to cause the water to rise, but it can even affect all the way the coastal line in America, particularly Florida. And so people are posting these videos of like these um, doomsday scenarios of an East Coast tsunami. And they're saying that that volcano, if it keeps erupting and if big enough rocks come out of there, it can cause a tsunami that can literally come all the way where it can affect the East Coast, particularly Florida. Y'all can do more research on it, but it's really scary, like all the stuff that can happen from this. And it's just very weird that the mainstream media is not talking about this volcano erupting. Now, a few people, a few of my tea sippers from the UK are saying that, that it is affecting them, that it's affecting their air, air quality. Another thing I want to mention is this. Um, the slave trade started in Spain. We were talking about this in the Discord as well. Don't you guys find it very interesting that that, that spirit or that smoke manifestation, it looked like it had an afro, okay? A lot of slaves, like I've talked about this before, when they bought the slaves, um, when they were taking them, you know, from Africa and doing all that stuff and they were going around along the transnational um, coast, right, from the Caribbeans to the Americas, a lot of slaves jumped off boats, were killed, were tossed overboard. And that's why I said that I believe that the hurricanes, especially the hurricanes becoming more and more powerful, they seem to follow the trajectory of the slave ships. And I always feel like hurricanes are the spirits of the ancestors, you know, getting payback. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people are saying, um, sorry, a lot of people are saying that this might be karma 
for like a lot of these countries like Spain, Portugal. Portugal was another big one, but they were definitely all involved in the slave trade. And they're saying that maybe this is a karma from the ancestors coming back on the island. So I don't know. That's just a lot of the, you know, the tea that's being spilled on social media. You can come up with your own conclusions. Um, another thing I want to point out is there's another young woman in the Discord, and she was talking about the spirit of the Titans. And in Greek mythology, the Titans were very, very, you know, one of the most powerful warriors and fighters. A lot of people feel like the Titans, because some of them went into the sea. It, it goes so deep. I'm not trying to like go there. I got to get ready to go. But some of the Titans are in the sea, some are in the air. And so a lot of esoteric people are saying that a lot of it is the Titans coming back. A lot of, remember I said a long time ago that a lot of the old gods are coming back, like the Norse gods and things like that. So she had posted this video. It was very eerie. I'm going to share this with you guys real quick. And then I know YouTube's going to kick me off. Like, okay, she's going too deep. But this is one of the videos. Let me see if it plays. It's like you can hear them like growling. It's really weird. Let me just go to it. Hold on. Let me see if it comes up on my screen. Okay. Some people are saying that the Titans are coming back. Um, some people are saying it's um, Le Leviathan. So, child, it's a lot going on. People in the UK area, in Europe, are hearing that. It's child. I didn't mean to go this deep, but it's a lot going on. Just keep an eye on that damn volcano, okay? <laughs> yes, we be in that Discord going deep, honey. But it's a lot. And so people are saying that it's different spiritual manifestations. Some people are saying it's payback for slavery. Some people are saying that it's the spirit of the Titans. It's Levitican, uh, Le Leviathan, excuse me. It's a lot of shit going on. But long story short, if this continues, it's definitely going to eventually affect the oceans, which can also affect um, Florida and other places. There is, let me see if I can play one more video. I'm trying to find, it's kind of long. I didn't timestamp it, but maybe y'all can watch it. Let's see. Because one of the ladies, she had posted, and I, and I watched it before I took my nap, but it's about the East Coast tsunami and how, if it happens, Florida is going to take a direct hit, but it's going to affect a lot of those coastal cities. Let me show y'all a bit of it real quick. And y'all can look it up on YouTube. But this is the video here. The future tsunami that could destroy the East Coast. In the future that some scientists are predicting will happen eventually. The generation of mega tsunamis may be most important to understand in the Atlantic, mostly because of the large number of active oceanic volcanic islands and the fact that some of these volcanoes are showing early signs of instability. The most infamous of these is located here in the Canary Islands off the coast of West Africa. The Cumbre 
Okay, so y'all can watch that on your own time, but it was a really good video. So it kind of explains why this whole eruption that's been going on for the past four weeks, why a lot of people, uh, I guess outside of the mainstream media, because they haven't really said too much about it, are paying really close attention to it because it has the potential to do a lot of damage. So I just wanted to point that out to you guys. Let me go ahead and um, read some of these super chats here before I go. Char2341 uh, says, my first super chat, big up to yourself, T, all the way from Bermuda. Thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat. Thanks for coming through today. I'm goth boy. What's up, goth boy? He says, I can confirm for T, she ain't playing. When I was doing the Free Britney, I mean research. Lord have mercy. It's a lot of work, so I respect the fuck out of T. Thank you. You know, I wasn't playing about that. Don't bring me no false information. And even when I get info from people, I still would turn around and just do my own research to make sure what they're sending me is factual. But yeah, it's a lot of work. People don't understand that. Even when I do the podcast, it's a lot of work to just get things together and put them, you know, in a way that can be edifying for people. So thank you so much for that. I appreciate you. Uh, Life with Sinise. That's a pretty name. I like that. Says Alexis Sky's business is failing because she didn't pay her employees. Catch them tease. I seen that girl too. She was talking about it and Alexis tried to accuse her of clout chasing. It's funny that whenever somebody's asking for their money, all of a sudden they're clout chasing. But when you needed their services and need them to work, it wasn't clout chasing. So I believe the employee. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Angelique says there is people to do the work, but a lot of these jobs don't want unvaxxed people. Yeah, and that's another thing that's causing a strain and why a lot of people are leaving as well because they're telling folks either you get vaccinated and work or you lose your job. And a lot of people are picking their own, you know, bodies. They don't want to put their bodies through that. You know, it's a lot of unknown things at this point. So I, I get all ends of the spectrum. So yeah, but the people who do decide to stay and who are there sticking it out, we should still appreciate them because now they're taking out more work other people who had to leave or were forced to leave. Because a lot of people were forced to leave. They didn't want to quit their jobs, but they were told they had no choice, unfortunately. So thank you for the super chat. Um, Lana Boo says, I know several people who work for UPS, for the United States Postal Service. They still have packages from November because of staff shortages. Wow. Mm. Thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate you. Um, Keisha LeBray says, hey, T, there's an insulin shortage in the pharmacy in Louisiana, and I'm a type 1 diabetic. I can't get my medicine until next week. I've been waiting two weeks. Yes, I have been hearing about that. And we talked about this yesterday in the meeting. The reason why there's so many shortages of medication is because we have outsourced literally everything to China. What a lot of people don't understand, which I didn't know until like everything started going haywire in 2020, and when everything shut down, is that a lot of our medications, even some of our canned foods are coming from China. They are having everything sent there and made there because it's so cheap and they can turn around and double the price when they sell it back to us. So the thing is we've given one country so much power over you know, the world's global economy, food, medicine, it's, it's insane. So that is why a lot of people are not able to get certain medications right now because they were made overseas. And there's a supply chain, you know, issue. 
So there's medicine running out in the ER too. So a lot of people who have chronic illnesses, who deal with pain, who go to the ER, some of that pain medicine is getting a lot low. Their hospitals are having to borrow medicine from other hospitals because they're running out of Dilaudid. They're running out of fentanyl. They're running out of morphine. So it's, it's getting real. When that, when that man said it's going to be a dark winter, he meant that shit. It's going to be a long, dark winter. And cold, too. Like I said last week, the heating bill is about to go up to 43% higher than last year. So just prepare yourselves. Um, somebody in the chat says, yep, about 80 to 90% made in China. Yeah. Hospitals are giving out Tylenol. Remember, it was a few months ago, maybe a year ago. Remember when they ran out of Excedrin? I went to like five different stores because I can only take a certain type of Excedrin because of blood clots. I can't take the kind with NSID. It has to be the caffeine kind and the ones that come in the purple bottle. I couldn't find any. So I had to like stack up on Excedrin. And it wasn't even Excedrin. It was like the generic Rite Aid on Amazon. Amazon was the only place I could find it. So I bought like six bottles, you know, to last me, you know, a while. I don't need it all the time, but it's scary if you have a migraine and you can't even find the right type of medicine. So yeah, I would stack up on all that stuff. Don't hoard it. You know, thank you, your fellow man, but you know, at least get a few extra bottles while you're out and about. Uh, Camille H. Santan says, I think we're up to 17 company strikes from Kellogg, John Deere, Frito, Hollywood workers, etc. It's not just about the pay, but how they're being treated. Thank you for bringing that up, sis. And thank you for the super chat. Yes, a lot of my friends in LA um, who work on sets have been talking about this. This is the first time that these unions, these set workers have really, really uh, went on strike. And a lot of it is the hours that you work on set is crazy. I still remember when we used to do stuff on Shout Out of Compton. And I remember talking to people and saying, I've never done anything for 18 hours straight in my life. Literally, you're on set from like six in the morning till two in the morning, nonstop. You're lucky if you can get a little cat nap somewhere, but who wants to fall asleep on set? You know, so they do a lot. And the thing that's always, like I didn't know until I lived in LA and I worked in Hollywood and stuff like that. It's sad because it's so many people, it's such a a well-oiled machine that you never, ever know the people behind the scenes who are putting in all the work. The only people who get all the credit are the stars in front of the camera. But if it wasn't for all the behind the scenes people, from the grifts to the the graphers to the, hell, the the crafty people who keep us fed on set with all the good snacks that I used to take home and shit. At the end of the day, I'm going to have my purse. Go ahead and take these chips, okay? We need snacks. You know, they, they were cool. They let me get them. But like even like the cooks and, and the janitors and people just keep stuff clean, the trailer people, like they don't get props, you know, the post-production people, they don't get props like the people in front of the camera. So I don't blame them for striking at this point because, uh, you know, a lot of people, if you don't realize it, um, a lot of the crashes that would take place in L.A. would be between the hours of one and three o'clock in the morning. And a lot of those people were people coming from set who would die because they'd be falling asleep behind the wheel. So it's a, it can be a very taxing job. So I hope that they end up getting treated better. I hope that they get everything that they're demanding. 
Because they definitely deserve it. Those dudes, they work so hard. And the women, they work very, very hard. So I, I made some so many good friends and, and lifelong relationships I've met from working on set with people and getting to know the people that are on sets. So thank you for that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, J29 says, hey, T, you're speaking facts about the minimum wage. Speak the truth. Thank you so much. And thank you for the super chat, love. Monique Lowell sent $99.99. Thank you, Monique. Thank you so much. You always come through, sis. I appreciate you. Um, Angel Vega sent $9.99. Says, thank you, T, for speaking on employee burnout. It's challenging. Between pushing for livable wages and rude people, you have to deal with it's hard. Yes, I can definitely imagine. And especially people are not understanding that the reason that the wait times are long is because half of the work staff, they're not there. They've either been mandated to vaccinate and they refuse, so they're not coming in, or people have just quit. You know, like I said, I told y'all the story about when I was in that Burger King line and I was pissed because I'm like, I didn't order a whole, you know, a six piece meal. All I wanted some fries and I was literally in line for 20 minutes. And when I pulled up, that was the first thing I said, like, what is taking so long? I've been sitting here for 20 minutes. What's up? And the dude just, you know, he came to the window. He's like, I'm sorry. He said, it's just me. And he kind of backed up so I could kind of look, you know, I'm nosy. I'm trying to peek, make sure he ain't lying. It literally was just him. And at that point, I had to check myself and I apologized to him. And I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was just you here. I said, where is everybody? He said, it's just him. You know, nobody else came in that day. And this young man was literally doing everything, dropping fries, making the burgers, making shakes, taking orders, you know, so that's where we're at right now. So I just learned to be very, very patient because you don't know what's going on at every facility. You know, even with Candy's restaurant, we don't know what was going on in the back kitchen, but the food was still trash. But maybe the good, the good, hef, the good, the good chef didn't come in that day. Who knows? But yeah, so it's just kind of taught me to be more patient when I go to certain places. You know, we know that there's never cashiers at Walmart. So we, we know you're going to Walmart. You're not going to get no damn help. But like even Target, you know, starting to see as not as many cashiers, longer lines. So just be patient because a lot of these people are really going through it. And they're picking up the slack for other people who are not there. And they're still getting paid the same amount of money. They're not getting paid anymore, you know, for doing more work. So... Thank you for that. And thank you for your hard work as well, sis. Uh, Eli Garcia says, your country, the United States, shall soon be divided by land disaster. August 19, 1978. Damn. Eli, you can't just, you can't just write that quote and not say, well, who wrote that? Who came up with that quote? Where'd that come from? We got the date, but who said that? I want to read up on that. How you gonna just come with a, with a uh, prophetic uh, quote and not say who quoted it? <laughs> Like, that's crazy, but I can see it. You know, we're dealing with hurricanes in the Southeast, fires on the West Coast. You know, the East Coast had a lot of flooding a few weeks ago, so I can definitely see that. Um, let's see here. Icana says she said the smoke looked like she had an Afro. I'm done. To me, it did. It looked like it had an Afro, honey. Um, let's see here. Okay, so Eli came back and says, there have been ash-like particles. I can't explain it. There's something terrible going to happen. There's something 
like dust falling from the sky, May 30th, 1977. So Eli going to keep sending money, quoting these dates, but not giving us who's saying all this stuff. Thank you, Eli, for the super chat, sis. Appreciate you. Um, Let's see here. Oh, snap. Rich Lux is in the house. Rich Lux says the drama is here for you. Love you, girl. Girl, the Wendy show is flopping without her. Thank you so much, Rich. Thanks for coming through. I've been hearing that Wendy does not have enough people to fill the position. They even asked Don Lemon to host the Wendy show. Oh, let me turn that down. And he had the nerve to turn it down. I'm trying to see if I can find the article. Let me show, being that we're talking about Wendy, let me show y'all this real quick. She is having trouble finding replacements. Uh, Leah Remini was supposed to be one of the replacements, and I guess she dropped out at the last minute. They've asked, like I said, Don Lemon. Um, he said no. And then they said that nobody wants to see Bevy Smith or Michael Yo. I think it's about time that the Wendy show bring on bloggers, bring on YouTubers, bring on me. Okay. I'm just saying. I, I mean, why, why not reach out to the social media audience? There's a lot of us who do commentary. We know about these celebrity streets, but it's like they don't want to give us that platform. Even though we get thousands of views, we get mad love. They don't want to give us that TV platform. You know, maybe they think we're too, we're going to keep it too real. But I think they should start reaching out to social media influencers. You know what I'm saying? I think that'd be a good look. Because, hell, I ain't got nothing else to do. I'll come. I'll take Leah's place. Wendy's show. Hit me up. I know y'all's watching. Y'all stay in my analytics. <laughs> but anyways, thank you so much, Rich. Thanks for coming through. Appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Lee says, you're not lying. I'm about to retire and I'm only 25. It's time for me to hang up my scrubs. But most days I work alone, 30 plus people, 12 hour shifts. I'm tired. Wow. Thank you so much for the super chat. Thank you for coming through and thank you for your hard work. Um, you know, working in the medical establishment, it's a lot, it's very taxing and a lot of people are going through it. So you are very much appreciated. So thank you. Um, Let's see here. Stacy says, every time there's a shortage, even in Iman Cosmetics, they're being discontinued. Wow. And her line has been around for years. I love Iman Cosmetics. That's crazy. Yeah, it's affecting every facet. The shortages are. But thank you for that. Um, Miss Melanated said 999 says, all I know is that the whole thing is like a like revelations, war, rumors of wars, pestilence, locusts, etc. Everyone needs to get right spiritually before it's too late. I definitely agree. And thank you so much for the super chat, sis. I appreciate you. Um, I reflect my destiny. I like that name. That's dope. Says how they all have all these med shortages, yet all the money for the C-19 vax. Make it make sense. Thanks for what you do, team. Yeah. They had the, the vax on lock, but not, not ibuprofen. It is interesting when you think about it. Thank you for coming through. I appreciate you. Uh, Winter Talks Life says, sending my first super chat to you. This is my type of live for real. I need to figure out how to join the Discord. You are definitely onto something. Thank you so much, and thanks for coming through. I appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Angel Pearson says, T, all this havoc in the world started after they... St- after they dug up the Egyptian mummy caskets in 2020. Yeah, we can't forget about that. That whole royal procession of the kings being moved. 
It's a lot. Like I always say, you know, we battle not just against, you know, blood and flesh, but, you know, principalities and spirits, you know, so it's a lot of things that are going on in the spiritual world that we just can't see with the physical eye, but we can feel it, you know, and that's the part that's scary is that you have a lot of people tapping into things that they have no business tapping into. Let's see here. Nicole Murray says, trying to see if my super chat will finally go through on my new phone. Love you, T. Thank you for the top-notch content and personality per usual. You are more than welcome, and thank you so much for the super chat. It definitely went through, so thank you. Um, Miss Unpopular sent $49.99. She says, hey, lovely T, I completely missed your live. I will have to watch the playback. I'm currently at work. By the way, did you hear about Glendon Cameron? He is the millionaire that posted a YouTube video exposing the fact that he has slept with minors. Ooh. No, I have not heard of that. I'm going to have to Google that and do some more research. But thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you. I'm going to have to look up that story. I didn't even know about that. Um, Kimberly Parkinson. Oh, my gosh. Kimberly sent $199. Wait, $199, almost 200 bucks. Thank you so much, Kimberly. I appreciate you. She says, T, congratulations on your new home. May God bless you and fill your space with peace and love. Finally caught alive. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Thank you to everybody. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you, sis. Um, and amen to that. And amen to that. I appreciate that. Um, Misty, what's up, Misty? She says, if you have time to look up the Tartaria, the Tartaria Worldwide Resets, we are in the middle of the next great reset. The New World Order, Georgia Guidestone, spell it out. Send it to me in the Discord because I would like to know more about that. I know we had a whole conversation like a few weeks ago about the Georgia Guidestones and a lot of that information. And I do believe that we are in a great reset. I believe that the great reset started with the C-19 in 2019. That was the beginning of the great reset. And it's not over yet. And it's still continuing. So thank you so much for that, Misty. Um, Fly Girl T says, hey, I shared lesson from the whole... Courtney Travis love thing. It may just be around the corner. One man good for sliding in the DMs while another is ready to slide a ring on your finger. Facts. Thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Tart Variant sent $10. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Shane sent five and says, y'all wrote down two things himself, his name and the commandments, keys to heaven. Love y'all and then each other. Thank you so much, Shane. I appreciate that as well. And then Oscar sent $2 and says, they will show us fear in a handful of dust. All right. So I've been on here for an hour and 49 minutes. I'm going to go ahead and get ready to go. But I just want to thank everybody who came today. Thank you guys for the love. Thank you guys for the super chats. And thank you guys for just allowing me to talk about everything from celebrity news to, you know, even deep topics and you guys, they, you guys just get it. You guys allow me to be me on my platform. So it means a lot. So on that note, everybody enjoy the rest of your evening and I will talk to you guys later. Bye.